Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you are about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Amen. My opening scripture, ladies and gentlemen, you know, our theme is great possibilities. Hello. What does that tell you? If anybody wants to answer, what does that suggest to your mind? Great possibilities. Achieving the unthinkable. You're right. Limitless. Breaking boundaries. You're all correct. And so with this in mind, my opening scripture is Mark 9, 23. Quickly, Mark 9, 23. Okay, shall we read together? Jesus said to him, if you can what? Believe. Let's say it again. Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Now, what makes this statement very important to me is this. Jesus was the one speaking. And Jesus would not tell a lie. That means that right now, in this place, this evening, in the name of Jesus, we want to challenge certain problems. Let God be true and every man a liar. Jesus said to that man, the context, if you remember quickly, because of time, the father of the epileptic boy had brought the boy. Jesus was on the mountain, revealing his true nature to three of them. Hallelujah. Until then, he was a great teacher. Well, they were, they were beginning to believe, yeah, that in fact, they believed, only that they were not very, very sure that they, well, they didn't believe everything as it were, or they didn't understand everything to the extent that they would totally believe as it were. So three of them were taken up onto the mountain, and he had revealed, manifested himself to them. And how did he do that? The same Jesus that they had been with for almost three years suddenly began to transform before them. And they began to see light. They so much see the light that they lost his complexion, they lost his clothing, they lost his form. All they saw was light. Not just light, blinding light. I mean, they've collapsed. Everybody went down in worship. And even the one that spoke was literally hallucinating. He saw, but he was speaking without coordinating what he was saying, without even knowing what he was saying. And when all this passed, he said to them, he said, don't tell anybody. Now you have a revelation that no man living has ever had. That was the level of revelation that these three had at the time. Then they came down, and they saw a scene. And the scene was such that this boy could not be delivered by the disciples. I thought if I was there and I was one of the three, I probably be saying, I can handle this now. I would probably be saying that. But please don't forget that before this, he has sent 12 out. They had seen all kinds of miracles. He has sent 70 out. They have seen all kinds of miracles. And now, they had gone up with him. Now they began to know who really this man is. So they came down and suddenly there was this problem. Now, what's interesting about the problem is that there was a man that was talk. Life issues had paralyzed a man. Those who are fathers here, you know what it means. If you see your son or your daughter suffering and the doctors cannot help, you will spend your last cobble. You will fly everywhere. You will travel everywhere. This man had done that. No solution. As a last resort, he came to Jesus. Jesus wasn't there. Jesus had gone out. I thought anywhere you, you, you find the disciples, you always find him. And that had always been the pattern. And now he was able to corner where the disciples were found. He came, made the effort, and dragged this boy there. And Jesus had gone out. This man was talking. I don't know who is talking here. 
today. In the name of Jesus, it's for deliverance. Today. But in the midst of the confusion, the man was so disappointed that he was picking up a fight with the disciples. Ah, which is a natural trend. You go from one to another. When disappointment gets to a place, frustration sets in. And when frustration sets in, you begin to fight everybody. That was where he was, and Jesus came down. And he was walking towards them. And they saw him, and everybody ran towards him. But he had seen the commotion. So he asked the question, what's going on here? The scribes were there. I mean, it was a city scene. The scribes. I don't know what the devil is waiting to gather over to make a mockery of you. I don't know what in your life the devil is waiting to mock you over. I don't know what kind of shame he was trying to celebrate against you over your life. Hear me well. As long as he lives, that is, he died and resurrected and is alive forevermore, you will come back celebrating. In the name of Jesus, you will. I am confident. In the name of Jesus. The world's about to make a mockery. In fact, they're preparing. You know, just like you prepare to celebrate victory, they're preparing to celebrate your shame. I've come to tell somebody this discovery. Like I said, he told me when I was coming. He said, tell them, somebody will begin to write his book from here. The book of your life in the name of Jesus. And when you write your past up until today, people will find it difficult to believe. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. That was where the man was. And when he asked the question, the scribe didn't answer. He was directing to the scribe, they didn't answer. The disciples didn't answer because no, they were ashamed of the fact that they could not deliver. After you've seen them all coming out, you've seen the dead raised. In fact, even through your hands when he sent you out. Now, it was the boy's father that answered. He said, Sir, I'm the one that has a problem. My son. I battle every day. I mean, it's literally by faith that we live through every day. Because if he doesn't fall into the fire, he falls into the water. The two of them will kill him. So when I wake up and he's still alive, it's victory. So I need you to help me. So I brought them. I brought this boy to you. You are not there. Your disciples cannot. I don't know who you are. The world will not make a mockery of the God you serve. In the name of Jesus. Ah, glory be to God in the highest. You have been celebrating with others. Yes, the right thing to do is to celebrate with them. Your celebration has come. In the name of Jesus, your own celebration has started. So at that time, he was still talking. I'm not going as it were into the details, but he got to a place where the dialogue turned to. Sir, if you can, please hear me. King James doesn't put it well. Most commentaries, and of course, theologians will tell you that, no, 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 Jesus is like, how come on? What do you mean if I can? If I can, what were you thinking when you left home? To say if I can. The pendulum of possibilities is not, it's not with me. I mean, it's settled with me. It is you that has a problem. Or rather, a pendulum of doubt, rather. It's never with me, it's with you. It's you that has a problem. If you can heal, I hear you. If you can believe. I'm not just talking of your boy. Not just your boy, not just this case. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. All things are possible Ooh, to him that believes. Okay. They say, bring your boy. And while he was still asking, he was still giving details, the devil knew that his days were numbered. 
Can I announce right now? The devil hear me. Your days are not bad. Concerning situations here, and that to amen, and to all that are listening across the internet, your days are numbered in the name of Jesus. I can't hear you say Jesus. Jesus! Hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. I don't know who you are. You are saying, does he know what he's saying? His pastor was saying that this miracle will happen exactly. In the name of Jesus, exactly. Amen. Glory be to God in the highest. Have you read before that God is not respectful of persons? All he's looking for is your, is your faith. Now, let me quickly look at that scripture again very well. He said, look, if you can believe, all things are possible. All things are possible. Then I look at the scriptures just around the gospel and pick two or three other areas where Jesus spoke about possibility and impossibility. Matthew 19, 26. But Jesus looked at them and said, with men, this is impossible. But with God, all things. Come on, talk to me. The Mark version of the same story. 1027, Jesus looked at them and said, with men, it is impossible, but not with God. So there's that extra, but not with God. For with God, all things are possible. And now, you know the story here, where we're saying that it would be easier for a camel to pass through the out of the needle than for a rich man. Then they asked, then who will be saved? And the only way we explain to them is that, hey, uh, see, with men, not with God. So he cannot say it again. And another place he said it. This is interesting. He said something similar. It was Mark 14, 36. This is for you to be, go home and read. What we do is like we want you to be able to carry out your own studies. Then you can own it. Then you can apply it. And you can switch it on at any time. And you can get results at any time. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. In church, we can lay hands on you and have results, but you still need to understand the word and own the word for yourself to sustain it. You have to. Praise the Lord. So Mark 14, 36, and Jesus said, and he said, 36, Abba, Father, shall we read together? All things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not that, not what I will, but what you will. You know why he quickly said nevertheless? Because God will take it away. So he didn't want it taken away. His humanity was struggling there. But this was the very reason why he came. The suffering, the death, the torture, the ignominy, before, on the cross, man, carrying the the sin of the whole world to be rejected by the Father. Ay, 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 ay. Never happened. It will happen. So it was a little weighty. He said, But I know that all things are possible with you. Take this cup away. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will. Now, why am I saying all this? Before then, maybe I should go back to the Old Testament because of my time. Remember, Genesis 18, when God was telling the dead womb and the dead body, Abraham and Sarah, that you give back to a child. And they were wondering what he was saying. In Genesis 18, 14, the angel said to him, is anything too hard for God? So this is not just a New Testament phenomenon. This is the character of God. Nothing is impossible with the God we serve. So the starting point is to settle that, that the God I serve, the one with whom I have a covenant, has no impossibilities. I was listening to Jerry Duplantis many years ago. You know, he jokes when he's preaching. 
He said, hey, God just looks at me and says, hey, Judge Baptist, you are a seven-footer. He said, dry before your eyes. You see me go, Brrr. That's it. He was trying to explain that that's how serious it is. He has no impossibilities. If I don't settle that, then my journey has not started. Numbers 11.23 When they started complaining and murmuring they had everything all the miracles they were murmuring and they were asking for chicken in the wilderness and it looked like God got so upset I mean maybe Moses began to think ah, they are asking for an impossibility God said mm, this is not impossibility this is rejecting my suggestion or my style or my, or my provision for them my ways. The issue is not impossibility. Here what happened. In Numbers 11.23, and the Lord said to Moses, has the Lord's arm been shortened? Now you shall see whether what I say will happen to you or not. And then the next thing, he said, wind blew and blew over the desert and quails came, just came, and they were falling down. They were not falling down dead. They were falling down prepared. Barbecue. Honest. We want to read it. And they started eating. He got angry with them. Some of them went for it. But look, hey, don't limit me. You know the first prayer point tonight? God help me to see you for who you are. Give me this revelation of the fact that you are the God of all possibilities. You have one minute. Pray. Such a late. I've been working with you for a while. I need the grace. Let me see you for who you are. There is nothing impossible with you. You can move men and mountains at the same time. You can split seas. You can suspend the movement of the moon and the sun to achieve your aim. You don't have impossibilities. Holy Ghost, help me in the name of Jesus. <laughs> that was the first thing that established. Nothing is impossible. Please, never you in your life equate me with impossibilities of men. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Open your mouth and declare no impossibilities. No impossibilities. No impossibilities. Help me know. Let me know you for who you are. Let me know you as you are. If I say I'm a Christian, let me know that you are the God that will do what you say you will do when you say you will do how you want to do it. I let me trust you enough. Beyond rhetorics. Let me begin to walk and live like this is like it is you have no limitations yes oh yes glory be to God in the highest you have no limitations you have no limitations you have no limitations father we give you praise in Jesus name we pray and don't wait until the end pray when this place is pray you'll get results in Jesus name just two more. Job 42.2. That was the last chapter of Job. Imagine what this man has suffered. Now that God started, God asked him some serious questions. He started answering in chapter 42. Verse 2, he says, I know that you can do everything. The moment he knew, things change. I know you can do everything. If the only reason we are gathered here is for somebody to know that this God that is your covenant father is totally unlimited, will have achieved that name. I understand that the natural life that we have lived, we were born into and we have lived since we were born, makes it difficult to think there's another life. Though we read it and we sing it and we jump it, but when, they sit, when, when, when issues confront us, we forget. We assume that God is man. We define him by the limitations of man. Which was what the father did, if you can. Jeremiah 32, 17. Living captivity. 
He then began to tell him what he would do. Like that. It's the song we sing all the time. Then the Lord spoke to Jeremiah. He says, mm, Our Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power. Our Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy First of all, before he carries you on the journey, you know what he did throughout the book of Genesis? We're reading the first from 12 to 17 to 20 to 21. I was saying, how come he said that uh, he believed God? And the question was he asking after that. He was so patient with him. He took him gently through the journey until he came to a place where he knew. The wife laughed, he laughed. Or he laughed, then the wife laughed. You know what God said? He says, okay, it's the first time man is working with me. Your wife laughed. But she can't really own up to the fact that she laughed. But this time, next year. And by this time, next year, Not you, not me, not any living will go to Paul, I mean to Adam, and said, God is, we say, keep quiet. There are people here who, after this meeting, in the next 12 months, you'll be standing like Abraham. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So much so that age, two, I mean, at, in chapter 22, he said, I need the bond of friend. Abraham said, is there anything you want? He said, I want your son whom you love. No, no, did I hear you well? Yeah, I mean Isaac. You mean he should be the son? Yeah. Okay. He took him and went to sacrifice. Once you get to the book of Hebrew before you really understand of what he was thinking. He said he was thinking that, look, by the time I butcher him, he will join him back for me. That's what he taught. He really took the knife and said to him, if you could bring him from a dead room, by the time I slaughter him, you are saying I should slaughter him, I will slaughter him and you will raise him up. Go and read the book of Hebrew. He had come to a place in his life that I'm serving the God of all possibilities. Let me tell you this. I just remember what God told me when I was coming. He said, please tell them, get this tip. Buy one for your wife. They told me. I said, why? He said, haven't you read before? If one man lies down alone, he would suffer alone. So two are better than one. And a three-four core cannot easily be broken. So when this truth begins to produce in your life, and life happens to you, and the wind of doubt wants to blow, she will stand there, hey! because she's listening to the same thing. She's getting the same revelation. I say the days of your past troubles are over. In the name of Jesus. Now, so much for God. In this matter, you remember we read Matthew 19, Mark 10. With man, it may be impossible, but not with God. So now in Mark 9, we are now looking at man. Man, if you believe. No, God doesn't have to believe, it's God. 
He's the source of all things. But he's saying, this possibility, space, I didn't create for just me. I want to share it with you. And the only crossover from where you are to where I am is believe. If only you will believe all, not some, all, like all things are possible with me, all things shall be possible If only you will believe. Let me read my note. So in other words, with God, there is endless options. And there are endless options at any time. Tea. Good to see you, sir. Endless options. Endless options. You can never trap God. And he's saying, can you step into that space? If you believe, the days of being trapped for you are over. That's what I came to address, actually. The days of getting stuck will become history in your life. In the name of Jesus. Somebody hearing me. Glory be to God in the highest. Now, if I'm going to ask the question, is there a part of your life where things seem to be dead or things doesn't, just don't seem to be working? Any part? Can we try it? Because I'm not going to ask you which part. If you know there's an area of your life which you just, if only God will break through for me. If only I can have a breakthrough. If only, is there any part where you are struggling, where you seem to have been blocked? If you, are, if you have such a part, just raise up your hand. That's what I'm saying. But can I be frank with you? If what I'm hearing God is true, and I know it's true in the name of Jesus, uh, before the next discovery for men, if this same exact number of people will be in this hall, these hands will be few or no hand will be up in the name of Jesus. No, but it's the truth. Every revelation is the beginning of a revolution. I say you will not walk that path again in your life. Sit down. So with man, with God is impossible, but with man, if he believes, and with God is possible, nothing is impossible, and with man, if you believe, nothing shall be impossible. So man, and now look at it this way, but wait a minute. The Bible says when God will create, he created in his image after his likeness, and now we are seeing God of all possibilities. Jesus looked at that's an insult. How can you say, I can't cast out a demon? I created the demons. I didn't make them devils, though. I created them spirits. And if anything, who does the Bible call the father of spirits? Yeah, so why will I be telling me that I can, if I can cast it out? You have so much respect for the devil that you think he's bigger than me. It's an insult. Okay. I don't know who you are. I don't want to sin, but it may happen before we go. It's tortured you for years. It has disturbed your life. And you have been made to believe that you are hated in your family. When you go back home, you are a new person. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Because the things that bound you until now, we see you and flee. Amen. In the name of Jesus. What scares the devil out of our lives or from our lives is our revelation, it's our knowledge. It's what I know that the devil will begin to be afraid of. The devil plays on, the, on my ignorance all the time. And your ignorance, that's it. The moment he knows that light has come, you begin to have knowledge, he will flee. He says, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is what? So what does that mean? The word will set you apart. We set you over in the name of Jesus. So I look like this. He said, look, God created us in his image after his likeness. He's the God of all possibilities. You think he would create people with impossibilities? No, he didn't. He didn't create anybody. Come on. Genesis 1.26, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have what? Come on, talk to me. And let them have what? Come on, let them have what? 
Now we can just read it and keep quiet, but one better understanding, go and look at the way David understood it in Psalm 8. And then go to the book of Hebrews in chapters 1 and 2 and see what they are saying about it. No, it will settle matters for you. Hello? He demonstrated it when he said, when he brought all he created to man, and he said, the Bible said he brought them to see. You've never seen these things before, man. The creator brought them to you and is observing. Why? Waiting for your faculties to play out. What he has created, waiting for them to engage the situation and perform. And what happened? He began to imagine. He saw the ghost, he imagined. It was what he imagined that he declared. And that was what the God became. He looked at the giraffe. It was his imagination, his creativity. He declared, God said, it's what you say. That's dominion. Dominion is what you see, what you think, what you see, and now what you, what you make of the situation and what you say. That's dominion. You see dominion? So what's dominion in the light of what we're saying? Any situation you find yourself, your imagination kicks, kicks up. Your creativity is excited, ignited, and then you declare and you overcome. Situations will bow to you. Dominion does not exclude situations. Did God? God didn't call the woman woman. Think about it. Man needed help. He created the woman. Made the help for him in the measure that will be okay. In his own measure. Not like the goat or the lion. In his own level. So he said, help meet. Not help mate. Oh. We call it help mate all the time. No, God didn't give you a helpmate. Some think it's housemate. No, it's not helpmate. It's helpmate, M-E-T-E. So a help corresponding to your standing. That's the meaning. Okay. And when he did, he did it when he was asleep. You know, mercy Lord, when God reveals the trouble you are in to you, a bit of it, then you want to die. What about all the ones that never even He allows you to sleep when he solves the problem. What about? Because he is known to solve your problems when you are asleep. Yes. And when he brought the solution to him, what did he say? He was the one that looked at the woman and said, Ha. Huh. She, she's flesh of my flesh. Really? She's bone of my bone. He started speaking covenantly. He now said, she shall be called. God did not name the woman. It is the man that named the woman. And anywhere a man and a woman come together in a covenant, it is what you declare that your wife will be. It's a matter of time. It's a matter of time. Oof. It's a matter of time. I don't care if she's the devil jumped down from heaven. Did she marry you? It is what you start to imagine and declare. Any area God has given you dominion, it is what you declare. You are the head of a ministry. It is what you declare. You are the father of a child or children. It is what you declare. It's an affront and amen and an insult for some other powers to come and start afflicting your wife or your children. 
So what is dominion? My creative imagination rising up, informing my declaration, and of course, the manifestation. That's why you find the book of Revelation as a man thinks. That's why you find Paul says, hey, finally, my brethren, whatever things are true, your imagination is the key to your covenant blessing. That's why something can be hurting you and yet you are declaring the opposite. You are enduring. You, are, you know, that's why we have this in the Bible. It's a gift from God. It was a long suffering. Because you will long suffer to Otherwise, you will talk to hate. Birthing processes. You say, how are you saying this? Jesus, for the joy that was set before him. Yeah. What did he do? He endured the cross, despising the shit. Ah, why? Because to do otherwise is to truncate a divine assignment. I am confident in the name of Jesus that as many as are under the sound of my voice, we have a testimony in the name of Jesus. So we talk of creation. By creation then, you are limitless. I was limitless. It was the fall that changed the picture. Is somebody hearing me? It was the fall. And that's why the writer of the book will say, in that all things have been put under his feet. That's man. Say so we are here to see it. Because the natural man does not experience it. If anything is the opposite. So, but then we see Jesus. Who was made a little lower than the angels. Crowned with glory of honor. And what was he saying? Jesus came to restore what we lost. And that's why the word believe had to be there. Because if I believe, I have access to everything in the finished work of Christ. I am totally limitless. So Jesus won't miss words. When he says, if only you can believe. Someone shall praise the Lord. Somebody shout hallelujah. And that's why Second Corinthians 5 something says, if any man being Christ is a new creation, something has changed. You are not like you used to be. You are not the one that came out of your father's house where all the jujus and all the medicine and all the this. Uh, no, 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 no. Something has changed. If before they shoot their arrow, it hits you. Now him they shoot, he doesn't find you. No, but everything because if any man being Christ is a new creation. But you know, the danger of believing is that if you still believe that the arrow will hit you. It will hit you. That's the terrible thing we believe in. Seriously. How can you be so blessed and yet be suffering? So what, how then we now describe what Jesus has done for us? He has restored me to the place of limitless options, limitless opportunities, limitless possibilities, like I used to be, and even much more than before the fall. Glory be to God in the highest. Now, this can be ordinary truth, but it can be a life-changing truth to the person that would take it and run with it. 
Romans 1 17. The just shall live. By what? Can I bring it? Can I define it in terms of believing? The just shall live. Believing. Because faith and belief in Greek, they're the same words. One is noun, one is verb. One is pistis, pistuo. So the just shall live by faith. The just shall live believing the finished work of Christ. Every day, believing the finished work of Christ. In every situation, believing the finished work of Christ. I'm saying this to tell somebody, please, don't write yourself off when God has not written you off. And I will tell you some qualities, some things that you do. I can't go through it all, but God will help me stress some things. So now, you know, it says, when a man believes, all things are possible. Remember, and we've got to a place where this is the same thing I say, they just shall live by faith. So when a man is living, let me say, yeah, when a man is living by faith, he's justified by God, he's qualified for the life of total impossibilities. Right? Am I right? If I'm right, say Amen. So what we are saying is that, that the just now shall live believing the finished work of Christ, right? That means that for the, for, the, for the just, for the righteous, there is no limitations again, right? If that be the case, then what is the problem? I got this scripture, I was looking at it. Colossians 2.6, New Living Translation, put it there. Because if you find it difficult to believe anything other than the just shall live by faith, which you know, I can tell you, some people tell me that I can find it in four years in the Bible. I'm sure you are here, you quote it. But can we make it work for us from beginning from today? Based on the fact that we want the things that are possible to be possible to us. Look at Colossians yeah, 2, yeah, 6. And now, just as you have accepted Christ, are you here with me? Christ as your Lord. You must what? Continue to follow him. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Let your roots then what? Grow down into him. And let your life be what? Built on him. Then your what? Faith. We grow what? Strong. In what? The truth you were taught. And you will what? Overflow. With what? What's the overflow here? Thankfulness. So if faith is working, there will be an overflow. Overflow of what? How then do you determine or how then do you begin to know that faith is working in you when your life becomes a thankful life? Now, let me explain to you. Be careful for what? Does that sound like, please, don't get stuck? Exactly. Be careful because worry will get you stuck. Some of you by worrying can add a cubit to your life. Jesus said it. Worry will kill some people. What is the reason people commit suicide? What is the reason people, some people go mad? When they find no options out of everywhere, everything is uh, the best thing to suicide. God forbid in the name of Jesus. How do you know that you are living by faith when thankfulness is flowing? Philippians 4 6. What am I saying? I just want to bring you two things to justify what I'm saying, and I will give you the impetus for the speed ahead of you. Because you are going to, you'll be running with great speed now, in Jesus' name. Be careful for what? Nothing. Philippians 4, 6. Be by what? Prayers. So prayers is a key. With what? Supplication. And what? Or rather, with, not even and. But by prayer and supplication. With. So if all you do is prayer, with, with thanksgiving. If all you do is supplication, with thanksgiving. If you are doing the two, with thanksgiving. You know why? Because that's a release. It's an overflow. You say, what does he overflow with? Creativity. Pastor, you are making it up. No, God knows I'm not. Have you ever seen a thankful person? They will attract you. They attract people everywhere they go. Before we go, a little exercise. We'll just take five minutes to just thank God. Yeah. And wait for the result. Romans 1, 21. Or let me tell something before I read that. that this isn't serious. So. You say, what's serious? Even after the fair, after God had wiped the earth with water, 
Remember the Babel? He said, these people are one. The language is one. There is nothing the word imagine shall be what? Impossible. Shut up. He never took it away from us. We lost momentarily. Jesus fully restored it. Even after the fall, he didn't take it away. He was waiting to restore it in Christ. He had to come to physically scatter their language. Otherwise, their imagination will always produce. Uh-uh. But I'm saying, what will enhance your imagination? Thanksgiving. Okay. Put it there. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God. And he was explaining what that means. What does it mean? No, what? what? They were not thankful. They didn't glorify him, nor thankful. At least you know what thankful means. So what did that, what was that, what happened to them? They became what? Hallelujah. They became futile in their thoughts. One version said they became what? Vain in their thoughts. Let me show you quickly uh, my strongs. Romans. One. 21, right? 21, okay. Vain. Listen. To make vain or worthless, to cancel out, to become vain, destitute of real wisdom. Can you hear that? To be or act perversely foolish. In reality, to get off the right path, to follow foolish things or bad courses. But what got me that they become destitute of real wisdom. Foolishness takes over. Their creativity is seared. But the Bible says in Colossians, it says, your Christianity will take root, your faith will be established with an overflowing of thankfulness, overflowing of creativity and ideas. People think it's a joke. You know, I was looking at that closely. And um, I stumbled onto Jim Rohn. It's a blessed memory. He said, you know what? If you find anybody who is not thankful, he said, there is no neutral ground. They will lapse into being cynical. So I took my Bible dictionary, I went to look for Seneca. Then he said, the first thing I saw, it says, Slum said, narcissism, cynicism, and materialism are the thieves of creativity. So I looked at it in the Bible and I went out there. And I now begin to understand in everything give thanks. It's because he's saying, you are not created to get stuck. Get over it. Say, but how do you explain that, Pastor Tao? Who do have a problem? Who is it that is saying, I have a problem? Can a dead man have a problem? So it's the living that has problems. It's the man living that has problems. And because he does not know that he has dominion, he's stuck. But God says, if you appreciate me for who you are, for what I've made you, then ideas will come into your head. Because I will occupy my praises in the first place. I cannot get stuck with you. You can get stuck. But bring me to the scene. I cannot get stuck with you. If you carry me in the boat, I'll capsize. I'll come the storm. If you are carrying me and the sea says, don't go. The Bible says, the sea will see my flame. They will flee before me. Say, so lift up your heads where you gaze and be lifted up your ever stand door. And that's why any case of worrying or fear, uh, it says, thanksgiving, thanksgiving. In everything, give what? Thanks. Don't tell me that I'm not, I don't have ideas. I don't know what I can do anymore. My life is useless. Hey! Shh! Your imagination and your declaration will bring results. So how can I get new ideas? Won't you appreciate God that you are alive in the first place? Are you dead? Appreciate God that you are alive. You are healthy. You can still get angry. Thank God that you are alive. While you are thanking God, ideas will come. 
creativity kicks off. Hey, declaration. You'll be shocked from where you least expect. Solution will flow in. I'm not telling you what is not true. I look in the Bible. All the lives of Abraham, when he was failing and falling, he didn't get angry. He didn't allow cynicism to take over. Oh, Joseph, if you like, throw him into the well. You'll be thanking God that you at least didn't kill me. Sell him to slavery. You'll be thanking God that still I'm, 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 at least I'm alive. And that's why favor flew him everywhere. Everywhere you put great damn, you take that man to, in spite of all the troubles of his life, favor will always locate you. Let me tell somebody here today. From today, favor will locate you. In the name of Jesus. It's not up to men's idea or the past of your life. The change you are looking for will not come until you are changed. And your change can only come by what you are thinking. Your imagination. And that's why anybody can say anything about Nigeria. I refuse to be cynical about Nigeria. Don't you know when you become cynical about a thing, you shut the door of creativity. Somebody say, look at the life of a cynic. It's just a veil. Open it. You will see lack. They are stuck on lack. You are created with great possibilities. You are not created to get stuck in the rut of life. Even if it was the mistake you made yourself, he said, repent. He will, he will forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And just thank him for forgiving you. Breakthrough in the name of Jesus. I don't know who you are. That sickness is vanishing in the name of Jesus. Because until now, you are thinking that you are about to die. But now at least you can thank God for this moment that you are alive. Thank God for now, at least. And see whether that will not become a foundation of your greater tomorrow. Greater possibilities. The heritage of the righteous. But I only said something. That's gratitude and thankfulness. So if indeed I believe, how do you know it overflowing thanks? And number two, if I really do believe, then I should recognize that there will always be a new beginning. If I'm believing, there will always be a new beginning. No, you are a monumental failure. You have always failed all your life. I hear you. But what you fail to realize is that life is living seasons. It is said that uh, opportunity once lost can never be regained. I'm not arguing. But what they fail to realize is that we live life in seasons and every season comes with its own opportunities. That season where the opportunity is lost is closing. Another one is coming. So what I will not do is to stay here and be crying. Position yourself for the new season. There are endless opportunities in your future. Seize them in the name of Jesus. Every year we have this planting season. So because you didn't have enough harvest last year, you want to die. Why don't you just wipe the tears and ask God for grace and begin to prepare the sign of the first train and begin to believe God for favor from seeds and seeds and seeds. And what do you do when you have seeds? Invest it. Is somebody hearing me? Don't tell me I have nothing doing. I don't know what I'm going to do. Come on, begin. You can start business with nothing. But something greater than money. A thankful life. And a knowing that tomorrow will always come. We've been made the whole night. But joy. That's how the system is made. And that's why the year starts and the year ends. The day starts and the day ends. Every day is loaded with opportunities. Every year loaded with opportunities. Opportunities of last year, they are gone. What about the opportunities of next year? And of this year? And so that's why today is very important. So what can I do now? Thank God. Knowing that tomorrow is coming. It says your due season will always come. If you don't give up. Continue. Don't be weary with good doing, well doing. Your due season is coming. And let me talk to those who really are experiencing any shortfall. Your season has produced so much for you. 
Praise God for you. Please invest it now because of rainy days. You know, what will it do, really, if at age 30 you become financially independent? Don't you think that you'll be building the legacy of wealth for the kingdom of God? Then you'll be able to help many more people to find their bearings. And you'll be leaving a legacy for your children and your children's children that the world will never forget. Don't waste your resources. Young man, don't start wearing Leviton, 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 I'm looking for Kuga and Gaga and whatever. Don't you know that the way you are, you are a brand to yourself. You are a brand. Many are wondering how you got to where you are. They are looking for what you are wearing and how you are doing it. So don't, don't, don't keep on enriching some other people except you just want to help by way of ministry. Otherwise, you be the one that will leave a trail of wealth and satisfaction and fulfillment and praises. So anyone that walks the path to walk, they are delivered forever. Let your company be the company of the righteous. You say, no, I have everything. But you can, please, you can make it with a fresh idea. Free of charge, the last one. If you have everything, then the number of people you help get up would matter. <laughs> Believe me, they will matter. It's of no use if I live there and all my brethren are here. You know, the older you become, the more you realize that life is beyond materialism. There's much more value to life than materialism. You get into your room sometimes, you're like, man, I think it's time to give all these shoes away. Who will wear them? I'm not going to wear this one anymore. But give it to some people, it's their Christmas wear. They will worship God. They will pray for you. Pray for your wife and your children. Fight all the demons away from your part. And this is something that you may never wear again in your life. Ladies and gentlemen, options are never over. Opportunities are, I mean, always abound. You are never bound in life. He whom the Son has set free. Shall we lift up our hands and give him praise? Don't live here thinking it cannot be done. It is done in the name of Jesus. It is done. It is done. Get this tip, look at it again. Look at it. God will give you from 1,000 messages out of it for yourself. That you'll be preaching to yourself. Say, ah, ah, this God. Ah, ah, this God. This covenant-keeping God. The one that will never fail. Just lift your hand and begin to worship him. Begin to worship him. Begin to worship him. Begin to worship him. Give him praise. 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 Thank him for today's service. And thank him because now you know you are free. You can make it anytime, anywhere, any day. You can never get stuck in life. No matter how dangerous the situation may be, you know how to get out. Put some CDs on. Put some praises on. Put praises on top of it. Dance and shout hallelujah. Sing hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. You have no money for food, for school fees, start to thank God. He will never leave, he will never forsake. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let thankfulness flow. Let creativity flow. Let ideas flow. If there's something the devils cannot stand, they can't stand the presence of God. They can't stand your gratitude attitude. Praise the Lord. Give him praise. Give him honor. Worship him. Is this your health? If the devil tells you you are going to die tomorrow, tell him, okay. But you, are not, you don't have the last say. But if that's all the world knows, I will praise God until I die. You will not die. Glory be to God in the highest. Worship him, 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 worship him. You are unstoppable, you are limitless in the name of Jesus. Your wife is not your problem, your children are not your problem, your boss is not your problem. It's the devil that's trying to stop you, but you see, you are unstoppable in the name of Jesus. that you have been 
tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. PO Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you.